assume for a second I'm in a plane crash, everybody else dies, what body part should I be consuming? I don't know, are you cooking it before you eat it? Yes, I can't eat raw meat. The word whore has just informed me that she's chain-smoking like a fish. <laughs> Welcome back. You're listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons. And the word whore. And we're very, very happy to report we've yet received no hate mail. I expected to be inundated with people saying, what business do you people have doing a pseudo-literary show. And we want to assure all of you that is not at all what's going on here. <laughs> we just thought it would be nice to give some much-needed exposure to some wonderful amateur short fiction writers out there. And we do not claim to be critics. Exposure for the artist? No one's listening to this fucking show. Hey, hey, hey. I refuse to believe that. Somebody out there is listening. I just wanted to make sure that people sending their stories realize that we are not professionally assessing them and, and giving our wise and wizened um, education rich <laughs> feedback <laughs> on your use of alliteration and your your See, I don't See, even have <clears throat> the fucking technical terms to put to this. That's my point. We're, we're not like Oprah's Book Club or anything. Well, no, actually, we're more like Oprah's Book Club. Oprah's not a literary critic. That's true. She's just an avenue through which she's a vessel. She's a media vessel. Yes, so you may get, uh, get the... Uh, the kind of uh, exposure that uh, you would get on Oprah's show, on this show. Yeah, yeah, we claim that. We definitely <laughs> claim that. Maybe Oprah will listen to the show and and, uh, and give us... Hunt us down and kill us <laughs> and eat us. <laughs> I love Oprah, so please don't say anything bad about Oprah. Nobody bashes Oprah. She's it's, a goddess. She's a... All, all women are goddesses. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I think after a few drinks, although a, a few more drinks than I've had tonight. In any case, I'm not. You're always bashing. complaining about how not enough drinks you've had. You know, because there is, there isn't enough booze in this world to satisfy me. It's a sad, pathetic thing. You're you're a sad little man. I am sad. Tonight we're reading a story by Jerry Vilhadi, and we're wondering if he's a hottie. Hardy har har. I'm wondering if he's a hottie. You're always wondering if they're hotties. Jerry, are you a hottie? But you live with less. Huh? You'll accept less than a hottie. Oh, I thought you meant less, like someone named less. And I was like, who the, <laughs> who the fuck is less? And when did I live with him? Les Nessman. 
I never lived with Les Nesman, but I did once have an office that didn't have walls just like his, and I had tape on the floor where my doors, where my walls were. That doesn't surprise me, actually. <laughs> it was and I'm sure if here. anyone stepped over the, the, the threshold, you yeah. were like, hey. Oh, they were promptly Knock chastised. on the door. Yeah, I did that. Well, but I never won the uh, Buckeye Newshawk Award. Hey, you know... Uh, Am I dating myself here or what? <laughs> yes, yeah, so there's about six people out there who find, <laughs> found that amusing. Baby, if you ever wonder... Wonder whatever became of me. I'm living on the air in Cincinnati. Cincinnati WKRP. Got kind of tired of packing and unpacking. Town to town, up and down the dime. Maybe you and me were never meant to be. Just maybe think of me once in a while. I'm at WKRP in Cincinnati. Oh, that was beautiful. Oh, wasn't it? I, I, you know, you know, we we miss her calling. Mm. I have to say, there are certain TV theme songs that actually bring tears to my eyes, and that is one of them. I like that theme. It's it, good. It actually sums up it, it, uh, Andy's up, life in in the theme song. Well, it's not just that. It's not just character based. It's about the a, a time in my life when I was watching it, or who I was watching it with, or there are certain theme songs that just have. Uh, I'm sure you have uh, different uh, episodes of WKRP associated with different guys that you were seeing. No, I was no on a weekly basis. No, I was too young. Up and down that. the dial. Mm-mm. I wasn't dating when that show was out. I've actually begun aging backward for the last five years. Like Doctor Who? I, I see. I, I can't. Oh, so you lose it on the Doctor Who thing? He's allegedly age, ages backwards. I don't know how oh, Michael Stone Yeah, I was trying to nicely not say I'm not enough of a fucking geek to know oh, that yeah. Doctor Who ages backward. You know, that's one of those things. It's like, oh, I'm not that much of a geek. It's like, you're a geek in mm. a completely different way. Oh, I know. You're oh. a geek in a chick way. I'm a complete geek, but I'm not a Doctor Who geek. I'm a different kind of geek. I'm a different variety of geek. For a, for a broad, I'm a major geek. I fully acknowledge that. A confirmed geek. I'm a confirmed geek. I'm doing a podcast for fuck's sakes. That's true. You're not a corporate On a Friday geek, night. On a Friday night. How pathetic is this? I know, it's terrible. This is what my life has this, come this, to. This may not air on a Friday. So aging but, backward uh, isn't doing me a hell of a lot of good. <laughs> How did it work out for Doctor Who? <laughs> well, you know, you don't see the thing is you might be aging backwards, but you don't have the time machine where you can go relive these wasted moments of your life doing oh, this. Oh, I, I don't think I would. If, if, you, could, if you could do this show... And then go back in time a, a couple of hours. And erase so that it? You can, you know, not erase <laughs> it. You still have the show. But you go back in time so that you can actually go out and get hammered. Oh, so you double your time. Exactly. I it's like it. that Harry Potter thing. We've uh, turned this into a not air out my shorts, but what's going on with the geek set? <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. How's Harry <laughs> Potter doing? And how's Doctor Who? And who's aging backward? And how's the time warp continuum? Yeah, well, you know, to the you know the geeks thrive on this kind of stuff. Uh, really, but when we do our air out my sci-fi shorts, I'm sure we'll have a. There's a, a huge number of geek followers who will be dressing up like me and going to conventions for the next 30 years. <laughs> and I'm excited about that. Okay, Jerry Vilhati. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Uh, we're supposed to be doing a story. Yes. So Jerry Vilhati has a story. Is there a title to this? Um... Yes, I believe it's called Butterflies. Mm. Yeah, that's right. So how do you want to present this? I don't know. I'm already running out of drink. Well, we just started, so slow down. Pace yourself, buddy. I've been trying. Mama Sue, Johnny's maternal grandmother, had the uncanny ability to become all the ferocious animals to the ten-year-old whom she detested for being the father's favorite, especially the tiger, since she wore its identical face. He had seen them all in jungle movies, but unlike Tarzan and his animal friends frolicking about, he always gave her, out of full respect, all the area she desired to dominate by walking far, far around her, always making at least one full length of his shadow be the distance between them so her claws could not engulf him in a tight suffocation inside her shawl that reeked of the stale bread she always carried inside the pouches of her old, old dress, which, according to his father, she hadn't stopped wearing since she gave him permission, after Johnny's three sisters were born, to marry Johnny's mother. Okay, that was um, probably for the, the record, that was all one sentence. Yes. So if you're thinking I'm a moron and these, well, y- you can have that. If yeah, granted. That's, that's one of the longest sentences I've I've I ever seen. I couldn't find a place to breathe. I mean, it, and d- breathing is very important. Dickens to me. <laughs> was concise compared compared to this. What? Oh, you know what? No, there were two sentences in there. No, no, one. No, I see a period. But even but that period was misplaced. In any case, it was a long fucking sentence, and uh, so you have to do the next one because I have to breathe for a minute. Some (laughs) yeah, we need some oxygen tanks here. That uh, you know, and I'm not sure exactly what that sentence meant. Oh, I I understood it. I just had a hard time reading it. But if I had practiced it. It would have sounded lovely and fluid and poetic and beautiful. Okay? <laughs> of course it would. All right, so um, <clears throat> when Mama Sue spoke, as she sat fully on her father's once favorite chair beneath the willow tree, telling him stories about all the family skeletons, mostly excluding those on his mother's side, but he would hear about them from his father when they were both hiding from her among the, the many tall plants in the garden, her words took on a purr-like quality as she told him about the hypocrites, scoundrels, ready to penetrate even holes in the trees, and cowards that were all squeezed inside his father's family closet. 
I know what the problem is. That was a sentence as oh, well. No, I know. But what I'm thinking is, Jerry Vahadi is anti-parentheses. Yes, it would seem so. But that's okay. I, I, I can get down with that. <laughs> when Johnny's concentration wandered away... Rage against the brackets! Hey, hey. Sorry. When Johnny's concentration wandered away to looking at a squirrel climbing the tree... Her words found homes in growls that chewed up comprehension, but which always did get him to sit while sit up while putting on his listening face and trying to look steadily into her black eyes that were encased in a murky like haze. I mean he's he's wonderful in the way he like There's a lot of imagery. Yeah, it's beautiful. We're we're just having some punctuation. Yeah, it's beautiful in a really run on kind of way. Punctuation. I'm begging for some punctuation. Uh, there's another paragraph here that I assume is all one sentence. The morning she took on the aspects of a laughing, snarling hyena due to his father accidentally stepping into his pea pot that had a permanent place beside his side of the bed so much he hated to get up in the middle of the night to walk to the bathroom that was adjacent to his bedroom, had her asking at breakfast before each laugh to a hyena laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that was, but, uh, you know. It's more like a dolphin, but go on. <laughs> Come on, dolphin girl. Let's throw up all the booze we just drank. No. Uh, Read. I stole that from a Brack Show episode. Um... So, uh, she's asking questions. Were you going swimming last night? Did you have your life jacket on? Was the water piss warm or cold as your blood? Johnny's father fought back with, Tell your mother, who never washes her hands, that I could have gotten her killed. And then, who would no, have brought... What? Got, that I could have gotten killed. Not her killed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he put a hit out on her. So I <laughs> slipped into a Sopranos episode there for a minute. <laughs> Johnny's father fought back with, Tell your mother, who never washes her hands, that I could have gotten killed. And then, who would have brought her bread and food she hoards inside her pockets? Hey, you save saving that big piece of something stuck between your teeth for lunch? Masamu counterattacked with, with words rolling off. A boneless tongue. A boneless tongue? My tongue doesn't have a bone either. My tongue has lots of bones. Rolling off a boneless tongue could break bones. Using her words like sharp needles to stitch a past of tattered fabric. Now that is one fucking it's yummy. piece like of it. imagery. I like it, Mr. Vilhadi. Mr. Hottie Vilhadi. Eating often... No, oh, I missed a sentence. Paragraph sentence. They're the same thing. <laughs> his father circled his wagons with both his arms to shield his food from her spit missiles that he believed were infested with germs yet to be discovered. See, that's a beautiful sentence. <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful germs. Eating often ended with her doing her cough, bringing up phlegm-like body parts of innocent animals that had come close to her, having them dangle from her fingers to fall off her food. Okay, so what the fuck does that mean? I like it. 
You like you like everything. <laughs> well, somebody has to balance out the positive. <laughs> Always look on the bright oh, yeah, yeah. side of life. Yeah, this is the, uh, oh, I'm the negative guy, and she's all the happy, accepting chick kind of I'm show. surrounded by, like, little birds and butterflies that land on my shoulders. And yeah, that then wither <laughs> away at your touch. Hey, hey, hey. That's just nasty. Nasty. Ah, yeah. yeah. You've heard worse. You hear it all the time. Hey. I don't like I don't like where this is going. <laughs> Neither do I, but there's still more to read. Not the story, your uh. your hostility. Her hyena laugh. All that Saturday made Johnny dream that that night of creatures which were at the ready to begin tearing chunks of his flesh if he didn't run to his father, who's sitting high atop a willow tree. Ooh. See, there's a sentence that was missing a few words. <laughs> Who mm. was sitting high atop the willow tree, right? Yes. The next day, the last day of August, she told them all that instead of going back that week, she was staying for an additional two seasons, knowing her two sons would respect her wishes for the hell she would put them through while they're while being their guest for having forced her to come to a country she had little respect for, while she would constantly say was built on more lies than a dog ate shit. All the way through that sentence, I needed to breathe and burp, so I'm sorry for how that one came out. Built on more lies than a dog ate shit. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to use that line. You tell more lies than a dog, <laughs> dog ate shit. shit. No, you have to say eight. Only after Johnny's mother called his called her brothers and hysterically asked if they had indeed agreed in not picking her up, but she was told they would keep their word and retrieve her as promised. Only, only then did Johnny's father stop his sobbing while punching himself in the head, making lightning-sharp images flash inside his brain of seeing... His old, old nemesis heading south, gathering up butterflies in her mouth. I will... It's like Silence of the Lambs. No, it's not at all. I think... Hello, Clarice. I think Jerry Vilhadi is a an imagery genius. An imagery genius. Yeah. It well, that's one way of putting it. Was it was very visual. It was, it was very visual. Very visual. I have some frightening visuals. In what, my head. The, the phlegm like little animals dangling from your fingers? Yes. <laughs> that was certainly. I, I, you know what? I just don't get that. She's coughing up these phlegm, phlegmy animals like the ones no, dangling no, from her fingers. No, no. You're taking it too literally. To me, it. It reeked of family turmoil and the... And, and dog the, shit? No! The, the, it was very matriarchal. But we won't know unless, uh, unless uh, Jerry uh, sends us an email and, uh, and uh, oh, starts I'm sure, asking for blood. I'm sure we'll be hearing from Jerry. I'm sure we'll be yes, hearing from Jerry. I think Jerry. that's probably a, a guarantee. All right, so what's your rating for... Uh, I was going to give him four granny panties out of seven. Ooh, four out of seven. Okay, what's your rating? 
Well, in granny panties, I don't know. Well, I, gran- uh, granny panties are big, so remember I, that. So they're extra. I, it's not like gusset, or we don't know what the size of a gusset is. You know, I, I well, I would, I would give it then uh, two granny panties out of seven because I don't see a potential for movie rights to be sold. Well, I don't think that's how we rate things. That's how I'm rating it right now. Okay, for me, it's just the grandeur of the granny panty. So, how big is granny panty? Huge. Is it a buttload? Huge. They like no. Uh, well, they uh, they actually are made to hold a buttload <laughs> if they have to. They usually come up like just under your boobs and and go down well pa- well past anywhere panties have any business going. Well past uh, your your private zone. Oh yeah. Or your bathing suit area. They more 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 than camouflage the swimsuit area. You got a good foot on either side. <laughs> Easily. That's why they call them granny panties. And they're actually built to accommodate the granny belly. Isn't granny. that a candy that you can buy? Granny uh, I hope granny not. Belly? Granny belly? Where did you hear that? That's disgusting. <laughs> Granny Belly is a candy? No, any, perhaps not. If anybody out there has Granny Belly candies, please send them to us, because I don't no, believe don't, it. No, don't. Don't send it to us. I, don't I'd believe hate to think it. of that. What? Ew. Is it like jelly? Maybe it's like pork rinds. I hope it doesn't smell like a granny. Like a, a house with an old person living in uh. it? I hear you can buy that to freshen your car. It's the worst smell in the world. Hey, it's you! What do you yes, want? it's me! And it's me, too. Who? It's Custer. A- <laughs> <laughs> you little bastard. Where have you been? You're supposed to come down and visit me, you fucking eel. Shame on you. <laughs> What's new with you? Nothing, man. I had a really weird dream about you last night, and I had to... What did I do? I hope I didn't do anything sexual. No, 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 it wasn't dirty. It was uh, It was another, like, natural disaster heading straight for your store, and then your condo, and then your car. So, <laughs> I woke up I woke up in a cold sweat thinking you were in some kind of danger, and I, I had to call to see oh, if you I were am. okay. And I have been for some time. It's the danger of constant and perpetual failure. And you shut up, Custer. It uh, follows you around, doesn't it? Yes, it does. What are we going to do? Well, we were hoping you could cheer us up with some angry screaming because we've, oh, no, that's gotta be, uh, we've both had a really shitty day. I wish I could. But you got my email. You wish you could. Um, what do you mean? You're angry all the time. I'm usually angry all the time. Yes, I'm an angry young lad. And here's the worst part. I'm not even a young lad anymore, which makes me even angry. Yes, well, yeah, because you're an ornery old man now. Oh, shut up, you fucking asshole. Who are you, Peter Pan? <laughs> As a matter of fact... freaking set of leotards, you little freak. Nice. Hey, just because be- uh, I keep my, uh, my youthful uh, complexion doesn't mean that you have to envy me for it. It's that Miami sun <laughs> making you old fast. Sure. Yeah, do you have any fake tits yet? Do you have implants yet? No, I don't, no weirdo. (laughs) 
Lord help me. It happened to anybody down here, though. <laughs> Are you sure you're all right? Uh, yeah, I suppose. So nothing bad happened last night? Uh, just the usual. Okay. <laughs> Well, what kind of natural disasters were they? Like hurricanes? Oh, like all kinds of things. There were cows flying in the air. It, it was just like chasing you around. Was I like with a shotgun screaming? Pretty much. Uh, that's about, well, that's, you see, you're dreaming. You're just getting like a, um, you're picking up like television signals of my normal life. You're not dreaming of them. You're channeling his life. I think there was some sort of Vulcan mind melt going on. Channeling would be the correct word. Points for you, Mr. Custer. <laughs> Why, thank you. That means so much coming from one such as you. Exactly. I'm not exactly an illiterate, somewhat of a thespian. When are you, when are you going to bring me down to... Uh... I'm not bringing you down, you <laughs> freaking... If it goes with that kept man thing again. We'll just freaking spirit you down here. What are you, nuts? Oh, unless you've had a sex change and got really good looking somehow. I won't even consider it. <laughs> I'd be really scared if you'd consider it even after that. I know, I'd be scared myself, but you guys get the gist of what I'm saying. Wait, I, I'm really... Underneath the sugar mama. I hope you're not saying that you've reached the point of desperation where you would actually consider a sex change. No. Custer, well, how are we going to make a million dollars? I don't know. Drug money? That's a possibility. Not even that. I thought you were going to buy a, a building or something. I can only imagine the kind of slumlord that you would be. What are you talking about? <laughs> slum landlord. I'd be a fine young lad. My only good-looking single mothers would be allowed into the building, and I'd treat them with the utmost of... Of what? <laughs> you know very well. I'm not answering that. No comment. <laughs> you got any broads on the go? Or are no. you still making love to Cuba Libres every evening? <laughs> His true love. There, His you know. only love. It never fucking ends. It's true. Give, it, <laughs> give, give me my Spanish lesson sentence for the week. Uh, sure. Here you go. Dolor de cabeza. Headache. Huh? I have a headache? Yeah. Intende. <laughs> Just headache. Dolor de cabeza. I It sounded completely different the second time. <laughs> That's why I'm taking lessons, okay, baby? Well, have a good night. Goodbye, Mr. Custer. You're awfully quiet all of a sudden. He went to get a drink. Oh, did he? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> He's had enough of me. I'm not fucking talking to you anymore anyway. He, he told me not to let you hang up, but if he takes longer, then fuck him. Gotcha. Well, thank you for calling. I'll see I, you I, I hope it wasn't me seeing into the future. I hope it was me seeing oh, backwards. seeing into the past and present. <laughs> I'm a flying crap about the future. <laughs> I'll be down here fighting freaking brooms and flying objects. See you later. All right. Have a good night. Have Try to have some fun tonight. I will. Goodbye. Bye. That's it for uh, for tonight. Is it? I think so. For this episode, uh, I'm Preston Buttons, and I'm the word whore. See you again soon. No, we won't see anybody. Well, tune in, and perhaps you'll hear our silky voices 
I think people listen to us when they're going to bed. Of course. Yeah, people I, I, are jacking off to us all over the world. <laughs> I don't know. They might they might be putting us on for a cure for insomnia. Or a cure for alcoholism. Because <laughs> definitely, if there's anything we can do for the planet, that would be it. Yes. All you have to do is listen for a little while and go, Oh my God, that's what I sound like when I've had too much to drink. I gotta lay off the booze. Yes, and even though you think that you don't, well, you do, pal. Don't forget that. Trust me. Think of all the people that you hate being around with when you're drunk, or when they're drunk and you're sober, but you're just the same. Mm Mm-hmm. It's sad, but it's so true. Yes. On that note, good night. (laughs) Yeah, lovely, cheerful note. Good night, people. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the word whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out my shorts. My-